Hello, and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. And I am your other hostess, Becky Gremlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays, because... Wednesdays are for podcasts, as always. So, guys, we have a huge, huge thing happening tonight. And if you haven't heard of host, then you're living under a rock, especially if you're on Twitter. Um, We have... The one of the actresses from Host, Haley. Hey. Hi. And we have one of the writers of Host, Mr. Jed. Yay! <laughs> Joining us tonight for this very special episode where we're basically just going to talk about the movie and talk about them. And we're super excited. Thank you guys for being on here. Thank you. Hey, this is fun. Yeah, I've, I've got a question up front first, though. <laughs> sure. Where, where did you get your cool T-shirts from? Hot topic for me. Uh, okay. I think mine came from FYE. FYE. What's FYE? It's called. It stands for. It's an acronym for Four Year Entertainment. It's. Uh, it used to. They're kind of. We're we're losing some of them, unfortunately, in our parts. But they uh they bought out a popular record store and now they sell like cds records movies t-shirts a variety of different things so cool i almost forgot about them i feel like i haven't heard them in so long fye yeah i know (laughs) like mall they're the ones that i go to for like trying to find older horror films that i can't find anywhere else Yes, they'll have them, and I'm like, oh my god. Well, Suncoast was the Suncoast was the big thing for a long time, Mm -hmm. like back in back in my mall rat days. So, (laughs) (laughs) so long ago, but (laughs) nice. Yeah, I try to keep. We try to keep the podcasting in second one. Yeah, no, no, you guys. Anytime you have a question, anything, anything you want to say, please feel free to do so. Yeah, we're a very laid back. (laughs) podcast mm-hmm. we don't really not like no don't speak have a structure <laughs> we just kind of go with the flow so most people tend to like that we've kind of built an audience from that because people say that it's they're like oh it's really comfortable to listen to you guys because you're just kind of like oh. having a conversation it's like well that's what we want it to be just yeah. a laid-back conversation that's that's how we like it nice i like it where are you guys located right now ohio yes oh no. I grew up in Michigan. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. I saw that on your bio. I was like, sweet. O-H. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, we can't start this. No, no, please, no. No, We can't do that. We can't do that. (laughs) I know. It's such a weird thing, and it's all sports. It's it's sports teams, and Uh I don't follow. We don't really care. I was just teasing. (laughs) MMA as a sport. I don't. There's no yeah. rivals. I also, yeah, I watch MMA as well. Nice, awesome. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yes, very uh, much. We really so. don't get this, that thing in films where there's there's beef between like oh, you went to SBU, oh, and he went to WXU, or I don't know the acronyms <laughs> for these uh, colleges. <laughs> they're they're big rivals. How do you know, Jeff? <laughs> Did you hear that girl went to, to FQU? <laughs> See, I would be over here be like, I'm from the MCU. Marvel Universe, baby. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so we're just going to start off with some uh, questions for you guys. Uh, first question, and uh, this is usually a pretty typical question, but we're always 
we always think it's inter- interesting to see where um, actors, directors, writers uh, kind of got their start and what got them into it. So, uh, Haley, if you want to go first, like what got you into acting, um, what was kind of like your early work, and then Jed, you're you're up next. No problem. So, um, what got me into acting? I I did I did actually a lot of choir as a kid. So I think I was kind of in musicals when I was younger. And then when I went to college, I went to the San Diego State SDSU. Jed, you know, you know, yes. for our rival. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and I couldn't get into the music program because I realized I was not a classically trained singer and I was never going to be Mariah Carey. Um, so I joined the theater department and then fell in love with acting in college and was like, oh, this is amazing. I really love being on stage. Um, and then I was introduced to the film department. San Diego State has a really good um, TA, uh, film department <clears throat> and a really good MFA in film. And so we did like a class that was just kind of intro to film acting. And I was like, oh no, this is where I want to be. This is like the exciting stuff. I love the technicality of filmmaking. I love being on, you know, on set, being on screen. <clears throat> and so from there, when I graduated, I moved to Los Angeles. This. I was in LA for about four years and then I wanted to get my master's. So I came to London to Royal Central School of Speech and Drama, which is one of the best uh, drama schools in the world. Shout out to the MA Acting for Screen course, which is actually fun fact where I met Caroline and Radina and then Gemma as well did the course just a year above us. Nice. So I did, yeah, we, we all went, our, did our master's together. There, which is then how we met Jed and Rob originally, because we were in Dawn of the Deaf, which was a, a short film that they directed and wrote that was part of our thesis or part of our master's program. <clears throat> so did that, met these wonderful human beings, and then graduated from Central and then just got an agent and has been working um, kind of just little little bits and parts here and there consistently. I've done a couple commercials done a, you know one line here then then I did my first feature film which was Angel Has Fallen with Gerard Butler and I had a couple lines and a couple scenes there and then did a, a bigger film with Tom and Jerry that'll be coming out later and then and then this bad boy they were like do you want to be in <laughs> Jed and Rob just called us up after I'm sure you know the notorious prank video like do you guys want to be in this I think it's going to be a short film come to find out that we've made a feature film in lockdown <laughs> and it has just exploded and now this is is actually the biggest thing I've ever done in my career, which I can't <laughs> thank you, Jed, enough for. So That's amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, it is crazy, isn't it? Be- I mean, because I don't think you girls realised when we first told you that we were making this film, you, you, you probably didn't realise what it was. You thought it was going to be something silly. and. Um, yeah, but- no, we assumed it was another prank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you about me first. So I'm Jed Shepherd and... The probably the first thing I did was I produced a terrible uh, horror film called Birdemic Two. I don't, know if I don't know if you know the Birdemic movies, but I was involved with the second one. Um, <laughs> I was like, wait, there was a first. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's really oh, it's it's quite a good experience just because it was like it's filmed in Hollywood, so I guess it's kind of like a movie. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> then, like, um, I basically met Rob Savage, who's a director of Host, and we just, like, set about making awesome movies. So our first one was called Absence with Paul McGann. Uh, the second one was Dawn of the Death, and um, we, <clears throat> yeah, we cast Hayley, 
Athena and uh, Caroline in, in the three main female parts, which is which is cra- which is crazy because if we hadn't have done that, then host wouldn't have happened. It's, oh, yeah. it's bizarre. But I had actually met Haley prior to that because just very very briefly, we both signed up to this mime course, um, and yeah, and it was it was like a, a Groupon type thing. And I went, um, I met Haley there, but we didn't really speak very much because you couldn't speak in the class. So Mimes. Most things <laughs> right. Yeah. I noticed her, I noticed her, and I was like, ah, oh, this, this girl's cool. And Haley was doing, you know, I mean, this is going off the point a little bit, but she was doing the kind of being enforced against the wind kind of thing. And she was just doing that the entire class. And I thought, oh, this girl's weird, but I like her. So <laughs> it was part of my master's training. I was trying to <laughs> Like, this is a part of my Sorry. training. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> hey, it's okay to be weird anyway, so. Yeah, yeah it's true. And, like, the, the, the instructor, he was, like, a mime master himself, all properly done up, was like, Haley, Haley, but she was just in the in the zone doing it, doing her mind. Um, and then the next time I saw her was on the set of Dawn of the Death, um, in in character. And again, you notice I don't know if you've seen Dawn of the Death, but it's about a sound that kills everyone, and only the deaf people survive. Um, so she plays a deaf person, and she she talks in sign language in that in that movie, which I think we probably got the idea from when your mind stuff, maybe I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, obviously that film it did really well, went to Sundance <clears> and many <throat> other festivals. Um, and then we thought we'll make another film without without the girls. <laughs> so we made <laughs> one called Salt. Cool, yeah. Um, so we made another film called Salt, uh, which was a two minute short we did for Fox originally, and then it. Um, but they never actually showed it, which is which is weird. Um, so we put it into festivals. It did really well, and then we just got the call from Hollywood to. And we went out there and we got a bunch of offers to make stuff and some of them were making. Um, yeah, but then with, like <clears throat> me and Hayley and Ryan Rodina, we we stayed friends this entire time, uh, just hanging out and stuff. Uh, and then we added uh, Emma and Gemma, who's from Host. They are both from a film that I directed called Multiplex, which isn't out yet, but stars all of the girls from Host. So people are going to be like really happy to see them all together again it's like guys is um like the new west anderson crew that just continues <laughs> well it reminds me it reminds me too of how mike flanagan is mike nine times out of ten you see the same people in mike flanagan's films so i i, I like when directors do that actually. i do too it means you're closer you're friends so yeah i think it's fun and then so yeah so the girls from hosts are the girls from multiplex as well and um and yeah, and then we we decided to kind of make a make host, and and obviously we didn't think it would be <laughs> as big as it has, has been. It's genuinely like flabbergasting, overwhelming. It's hard to describe, and I think only in like a year year's time will we understand like what's happening now because it is it's been a crazy seven days. <laughs> Don't know about, what about you, Haley? Oh yeah, I mean like. I feel like every other day I have to pinch myself and like take a moment to be like, what is that? This is the thing you always wanted to happen and now it's happening. But it's like, <laughs> how do I, how do I be in this world? I, I keep saying I'm becoming like trying to be insufferable and be like, don't talk to me. I can't <laughs> <laughs> Poor boyfriend. I'm like, 
ignoring him for the last week, being like, I'm so sorry. It's just like, I got fans now. So. <laughs> You're like, I'm a bit of a diva. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really embraced that side of myself really quickly. No, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, these girls are, are the, the most talked about actors of 2020. Mm-hmm. Because, I believe, yeah, host, host is the most talked about film of the year. It's currently 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Congratulations, by the way, on that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That's huge. That's a big, yeah. that's a big thing. Because my happens, roommate will so. always look at, like, she always has to look at Rotten Tomatoes. Um, well, I mean, it's before. kind of the thing now. Every That's, that's right. like what everybody uses. It's the Because I told her, I was like, you need to watch Host. And she's like, I've been hearing about it. And I was like, no. You need to not hear about it. I was like, you, you need, need to, to watch, watch it. it. <laughs> and then she goes on Rotten Tomatoes and she goes, it's got a 100%. I was like, it does? <laughs> I was like, watch it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, that's, that's us every single day. Like, oh my God, it's 100%. Um, it's still, that's the weird thing is it's like, you keep expecting it to, okay, we had that for a day, but you know, it's going to go down and then it just has. It will. It will like, definitely go down. Probably tomorrow, <laughs> but. Oh, no. for a few days, so that's good. Yeah. You know, um, there's always, there's always one. You got the screenshot. It's all that yeah. Exactly. Like, exactly. What's, what's been the best thing about this whole thing is the fact that we made a film with our friends and now our friends who are actors are basically famous. Like, people know who they are. People talk about them. And it's just, like, it's so cool. I love it. <laughs> that is awesome. I'm really curious. Um, where did you get the idea? Like, what what sparked the idea to start making a movie like this? Because I'm sure you guys have gotten, you know, I mean, I've I've read some some reviews, and I know there's been a couple of comparisons, but I I for me think one of the big reasons why this movie has just hit when it did <clears throat> is because it's this is kind of like our new normal. This is kind of like how people get together. This is like what people are doing now. So to not only put that in a movie, but then put it in a horror movie, it's like, bam, you like, you just strike. It's like when you strike, when the iron's hot, when you catch lightning in a bottle, when you like all of those cliche metaphor things. So. Well, well, horror's always, always been the mirror to the world. Like, um, you, you had, uh, well, there's, there's tons of films that you can kind of call upon to kind of like reflect what's happening in the world, like Get Out, for instance, right. Night Dead. Um, yep. Yeah, there's tons out there. And the kind of reason why this all started was, uh, yeah, Rob Savage, the director, he pranked our friends. Like, we have this, this WhatsApp group called the Quarantine Movie Club, and we've had it since lock, lockdown started. And the main reason was to watch movies every single day on Netflix Party. So we would just be there watching movies. And we basically ran out of movies to watch. We, we did that. The last thing we watched was Waterworld. That's no good. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's better than Postman. But, you know. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely better than Postman. <laughs> so he basically, so he called me one day and was like, okay, I've got an idea to prank my friends, uh, to prank our friends. Um, what do you think of this? And he showed me what he was going to do. He was going to... He was going to. Um, he said it already that like there was a, a guy living in his attic. He's he, he's been saying, I think there's someone living in my attic. So when he showed me the prank he was going to do, it was essentially he would walk to his uh, attic, put up a ladder, climb up. Something would jump out. He would fall down and die. 
and that that was it. And he'd set it up so that uh, as he's walking, um, he would basically put the phone in front of his laptop, and then there would be a pre-recorded screen there of of him going up the attic. There would be a uh, a clip from wreck, and then he would fall down and die, which is all pre-recorded. Oh God! <laughs> so it was, yeah, it was just a matter of convincing the friends that he, when he's moving his phone to go up the attic, that um, it would to match exactly where the, the the pre-recorded video was. And you'll see the prank, pranks online, and it got like up to seven million views across all, all the platforms. Um, and this was back in April, I think. Yeah, in the beginning. April. Yeah. And then when it got a lot of attention, like, like most viral things, people want more. So we did try and think of some other things we could do. Like genuinely, me and Rob were going to set ourselves on fire and film it. And that was one of the other things we were going to do, Hayley, right? We were going to set ourselves on fire. I'm glad you showed the film instead. Like, no. <laughs> Sounds like something from Jackass. Like, leave it, leave it to those New guys. New episode of Jackass. Leave it to those guys. <laughs> Honestly, we got, got so high on, on the on the uh, uh, on the attention. We're like, okay, yeah, we just need to do that again to get that get that high again. So, <laughs> so then we so then uh, we got attention from various different uh, platforms and production companies to make something bigger. Luckily, and we got some really good offers, but we went and shudder because they have a platform to put it on, and they were willing to to do it straight away. Whether whether and, and other people weren't basically. Other people wanted to wait till after the pandemic because they didn't believe that we could make a movie within uh, the lockdown situation. And to be honest, I don't think we really knew what we were going to do. So anyway, so Rob's like, okay, we need to give them up, um, an idea. We need to pitch them. Um, do you have any ideas? And this is roughly how all of our kind of some ideas start. And I said, okay, leave it with me. I'll, I'll figure it out. And then I stayed up just thinking uh, just what, what we could do on Zoom. And then it just came to me, and I, I text Rob two words: Zoom seance. And yeah, then I went to sleep for it. I don't sleep very much. And I woke up a few hours later, and Rob had—he was just waxing lyrical about it. yeah, Zoom seance, that's it. And then he um, called up Shudder and just said, "Okay, here's the idea. We've got two words: Zoom seance. Uh, trust us, we'll make a really cool movie, um, and that's it." And they gave us the money to make it. And oh yeah, we said nothing. We said was, and we're going to use our, all of our friends like acting it and stuff. And they're like, "Yep, yeah, cool, sounds good." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Literally yeah, based off of one. two words. Zoom. I mean, I would have been into it too. Seance. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, but well, that that is that's generally like what we always do, really. Like I think for our previous movie, Salt, it was literally it was just like Salt Circle or something like that. But. um yeah, so we were lucky in our in our in our WhatsApp group, Quality Movie Club. We have the most amazing like actors like Haley, and we have uh, the most amazing like VFX people, stunt people, costume um, designer, costume designer, producer, me. And <laughs> um, you. <laughs> I mean, yourself. I was I was like, what about <laughs> you, Jed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we basically have like a full film crew within our little group that we have always been like, oh, we all just need to like bake something together because we've got every little piece, got every department covered pretty much. Like I think the only thing we're we're missing maybe is hair and makeup, but we've got a friend on that so we can yeah, exactly. oh, anyway, yes. we all use the same makeup artist. So. <laughs> That's great. And and everyone everyone was always saying, Oh, we should all make a film together again. Even though we've made a couple now. <laughs> Actually you probably made like four with everyone, right? because you, you made I've done Dawn Jeff, which is start, and 
which one? Multiplex. Multiplex. Then I just shot my short film, 1-800-D Direct, with Carol and host. And host. I think like there's another one in there. Yeah. I was in another film with, I forget, so another one of Rob's films just says like an extra back in the day. What? Yeah, I can't remember the name of it though. I don't, I don't actually know. Phoenix House. <laughs> no, not that one. It was a different one. But yeah, so this is called Four. And then, oh, and then, no, and then there was the weird Sundance one we made with Kim Carol. <laughs> rubbish. That, that, not rubbish, but I haven't seen that, so I don't know. <laughs> 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 Just said rubbish straight away. He's like rubbish. I mean, I came on the set to visit you on salt, so let's just count there. That was helping me. That's true. You're on the set of salt. Yeah, that's weird. Um, But yeah, yeah, we were just like really lucky that our friends were good and we um, drafted in another co writer called Gemma Hurley um, to write it with me and Rob. And um, one of the reasons we picked her was because she wasn't one of our friends and we needed someone to have an outside perspective of this friendship dynamic because we are so close to them. We have a, I don't know if we have our own preferences, but I'm sure, I'm sure we love them all equally, but like we probably know them a bit, some girls a bit more than others, etc. So we might have brought our own biases to it. So bringing Gemma Hurley into it, which is a different uh, Gemma than the one in the actual uh, film, it made it gave an outside perspective to add to our inside perspective, which gives you multiple perspectives. And um, it, yeah, and it, and it really helped with, with the kind of friendship dynamics and where we could push it to. She saw things that we just couldn't see because again, we know the girls too well. So it was really cool. And uh, so the first thing we, we did um, was do a real seance. So we had to make sure that we knew what happens in a seance. So me, writer Gemma and Rob and producer Douglas Cox, we did a seance first with a real with a real medium. Wow. That's actually kind of cool. That's kind of a, that's, this is kind of a fun fact to learn. I'm like sitting here holding onto every word. I'm like, what happened next? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Good in a second. Don't worry. So what we've done is we've, we've basically made a seance, which most of us are skeptical about, but, any, no one's done a Zoom seance before, and, and the medium told us that, so we didn't know if anything might happen. Um, and we did it, and some weird stuff happened in that first initial seance. Some some very strange things happened. So we thought, okay, so we know how a Zoom seance might work if, if we were to film it. We still were a little bit unsure if, if it was a, a, good, a good thing to do. So then we got the girls involved and we and we've got all of this recorded by every step of the way, every initial meeting is all recorded on Zoom um, in order for us to potentially one day uh, have it on a, not that we thought this would happen, but maybe put it on a DVD or make it a documentary. So, um, so what I'm about to tell you is totally true and you can see it when the footage is finally released. We did a, then we made that medium do a seance with the cast and because Especially Gemma, writer Gemma needed to see how these girls interacted within the seance, and me and Rob also needed to see what would happen within the seance. So we did that seance, and we got all the candles, exactly what you see, exactly what you see in the film, pretty much as reflected on screen in terms of um, the words that were said during the seance, little things that happened, and in the in the seance, in the real seance, something did happen to Gemma. She felt 
something on her shoulder and, and neck and something fell off, shelf, or fell off her shelf and she screamed and she was crying and it was it was it was strange and I, I didn't know if I didn't know if she was joking or not and but afterwards when me Gemma and Rob discussed it I was like I think she I think she made that up I think <laughs> I think she made that up just so she would get a bigger part in 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 a and if that's the case, clever lady. Because it works. It, it basically works. She ended up at the, one of the final girls. Um, so, uh, and, and also, we got, our, we got our kind of part of the movie, why the, why the demon is haunting them in the first place, because... because um, <laughs> well, one of the theories, anyway, there was a... Someone told a lie, and... Um, created a mask and something stepped into that mask um, and that was and that was like a demon entity type thing um, I have to say the yeah. part where the mask is just not the mask it's a it's a filter where the filters just oh yeah hanging that out is... and then I was yeah. I was I was going no no that with thing's gonna the... turn up it's gonna turn and look at her it's Emma, gonna, it's gonna with look Emma. yeah I was yeah, like it's yeah, gonna yeah. look at her and when it looks at her I'm, at, I'm yeah. done yeah <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh it's it's interesting that when you so I'm like I was like literally hanging on every I was word like when you were saying and you said something fell behind her so the first time I watched the movie I was I worked from home so I was I was home by myself Oh no. Which was like the worst idea ever. She's texting me. I'm at work. I'm actually I'm, at work. She's like my husband's me. at work. I'm <laughs> home by myself. And I'm like, okay, I want to watch something new. And I was like, oh, okay. This this looks good. This this looks promising. And uh the farther the movie started to go along. So at one point in the movie, and I can't remember what what point it was, but I was in my living room and something in my back bedroom <laughs> fell. And I was, I almost, I was almost like, okay, I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I'm fuck this. I, I can't do this. I can't watch this. I, I am 36 years old and I still sleep with the nightlight hand to God. Like I don't do, I don't do jump scares. I don't do the dark. I don't, I just don't I would do also like to say your jump scares so, in this film were on Oh, they were, point. they, they got me. They got me. Cause when, when mother, when I, what, whatever, what is his name? Radina's boyfriend. Oh, when, Alan. when Alan he falls Scott. from the ceiling, I literally had a drink in my hand and I about threw it. So <laughs> that was actually the part where, uh, so later I, I managed to make it through the movie barely. And then the next day I made my husband watch it with me because I knew there were parts that I missed because I was so scared. Cause I was like covering my eyes and I was just like nope 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 don't want to nope no and I also wanted my husband's one of these people that's not as easily to scare so movies like this are really interesting to watch with him to get his perspective <laughs> uh this movie scared the shit out of him when yeah. the scene that you guys did it I'm like yes add one to the books that actually scared him so the scene <laughs> the scene when he fell from the ceiling. My husband's eyes got as wide as saucers. His eyes got so big when that happened. I was just like, yes. Like, I was still scared, but I was like, finally, something scared him. <laughs> so, I mean, this was a great, like, this is great that not only did you guys, like, you had horror fans 
that already were on board and loved it, but also someone like my husband who really isn't a horror fan and typically doesn't scare easy. When he was scared, I was like, oh, this movie's amazing. Exactly. I have to, when I first watched it, I was with one of my best friends and I was, we were drinking heavily and um i was like we need to watch this host movie and she's like yes and we started it and every time something we're oh no Mm-mm. nope and the one scene when Haley gets dragged <laughs> i was like it's katie from paranormal activity all over again <laughs> and i was like oh no and then at the end right at the end when she's flashing the camera I was like, yeah. bitch, you know something's about to show up. I'm like, they don't do this kind of shit. Nothing don't show up. So yeah. the anticipation to that, and then when it showed up, we both screamed. I, for the record, did not look. I have watched she it twice. She didn't look, and we rewound it look. and slow-moed it. <laughs> she's a psycho, by the way. Like, she's my best friend, and I love her to pieces, but she's an absolute psychopath. She literally rewound it in, like, frame for frame for frame watched it meanwhile the 12 year old inside of this 36 year old body has my nightmare before christmas blanket pulled up over my head and my husband's like you gotta watch it you gotta and i'm like no no i'm not doing it yeah and i'm over here like i want to see it i'm like fucking helen hunt from twister i want to see it i want to see it she's crazy (laughs) i'm like what does it look like you're very brave because i had to do i mean we obviously when they're walking down the hallway that's put it in post and so okay yeah i had to do adr on that to make sure i had my death scream because that was the one thing we didn't shoot in real as we were doing it so I'm, you know, like, okay, Rob's just like, you know, I need you to breathe. Like, he gets, you know, scared walking down this hallway. We just need some breath. Maybe you turn around and say something to Gemma behind you, whispering things, like just little things. And then we, you know, just keep running the scene until the very end, but just putting some sounds in. I was like, yeah, cool, no problem. So I'm like doing the ADR, watch it. And he's playing me the clip so I can do the breath along with my character on screen. And then I had not seen the end. Oh my God. As as fucking boom, there goes a demon in my face and I just scream for real. And I'm like, fuck. And it's like, how dare you? Cut. We're keeping it. I love, though, how they got a real reaction out of you. That's that's great. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I was like, cool, done. There's the real life death scream that I realized, but uh, I can't watch the end. It is freaking me out. Thank you. But like, so like I'm, I'm like a student of horror. I've watched like every horror film, and I study horror very carefully. And and basically, the, the anatomy of a scare. And, and I watch a lot of movies with that in mind. Okay, how how is a scare work? How is it set up? And so I'm so that's how I watch movies. And so every jump, I hate jump scares in movies. By the way, just because I think the most in most films are lazy. All it is is mm-hmm. a loud noise. I agree. But, you can do it good. And, yes. And James, in like The Conjuring, I think James one does it really good. And how you, how you make a good jump scare is you earn it. You have to earn it. So you have to set it up. Like that whole bit is set up so carefully in a number of ways. One, the we already set up the fact that there's a camera involved in, in this whole film. 
because Hayley shows it at the start, so you knew later on she would use that again. And also, we built into the fact that there's a, a, a Zoom timer. So while you're getting closer and closer to, to, to the abyss, you'll see that countdown go down as well. So the audience knows, okay, something in the dark, and there's only 10 seconds left. So you're, you just think, and something's going to happen with this camera. So you've got all these ingredients in, and it's just, uh, it's not just a, a cheap scare, it's like really, um, and, and every, every like the Allen thing as well, that is, that's built in. And like a lot of people have missed this. And I think when we do, we're doing a live tweet tomorrow, along with the film for Shudder, for Shudder and everyone just like has to kind of like watch it. And I think we'll give away a few of these things, but there, his death is, is, is foreshadowed and explained. If you're looking very carefully in the background to when Radina goes to the toilet, You'll, you'll see what happens to Alan in the background if you look very carefully. Um, you, you see something. And apparently that was the most expensive shot in the movie and literally no one knows it even exists. It's crazy. I've seen it three like, times and I haven't noticed it. You're you're saying this now and it's, it's like, like, I gotta watch it again. I was like, oh no, I gotta watch it again, darn. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, no, I only watched it because I knew it was there and I was just like, and I missed it the first couple of times and I was like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, and you see how he ended up on the scene, basically. Um, and trying to think of some of the other jump scares. Oh, I guess um, one of the, the, the coolest scares, I mean, we, it's kind of like a jukebox of our favourite, like, scares on like, all the movies we love, but then just twisted our, in, kind of like our way. So you've got the, the bit where Emma throws the blanket over nothing and it, and it makes the shape of a person. Oh, I Terrif- love that. Terrifying. Loved it. That's always yeah. scary. <laughs> Because I love that, and like I mean, it's done, been done a couple of times, but we wanted to give our own twist, and and that's in the middle of a whole sequence of Emma being like terrorized by this like thing. By the way, first she had the mask thing, then she had the light going crazy, then she ran up the stairs and was lifted and like up and smashed down. Yeah. And then she had all the blanket stuff, and then that happens, and then she gets chucked out the window, and and basically smashes into a picnic thing, picnic table, crazy. But um. Yeah, so it was done in Satan Slaves, which is um, a Joe Anwar um, mo- uh, Asian kind of uh, horror movie that, that, that me and, and Rob love. And it was just like, wouldn't it be cool if we just did that as well? <laughs> like, I mean, not a lot of people have seen that movie, but um, which is that, that <laughs> scare shot call. So we thought we'd, we'd do a homage to it. And we did say to the director online, but like, by the way, we took this from your film, by the way. And he was like, oh, amazing. And he loved the film. So it was really cool. Um, but, but yeah, we just filled it full of our the most audacious ways to kill our friends. And Isn't that the <laughs> best part of it? <laughs> it? It was fine, but it was also the most interesting part of it is the fact that the, that the girls didn't know how each other was going to die because we'd redacted their parts of the script. And as soon as they die in the film, they don't know what, what's going to happen in the rest of the film. So who dies, who dies first, Caroline? Uh Redina. It's Redina first. Yeah, Redina's first. Redina's yeah. close second. Yeah, so when we, we got the script from, from Jed and Robin and Gemma, it was, it was uh, we got a treatment for for the premise of the film and kind of, okay, well, here's all the emotional beats we need to get to. And then we were like, okay, you're reading along, reading along, and they're like, what's redacted? And like, oh, we can't tell you. That's that's Redina's death or something like that. And so for the whole part of filming like we didn't see you know if you weren't in this scene you didn't see so I never saw filming Teddy 
and Jimmy and Emma's death until we watched it the night before it premiered for the first time. Oh, wow. Wow. The rest, you know, Regina never saw anyone's death, and Caroline never saw the yeah. past her bit. And, and Carlson Cruz screen with Regina. So it was just like, which made it, it was really interesting because if you were watching someone, so on the flip side of that, even when we were shooting, say, Caroline's death scene, it still was redacted in the script, but on the day we knew we had to shoot it while we were reacting to it, they had already shot Caroline's bit. So we, the first thing I think we did with shooting was shoot all of our stunts and all of the death scenes. That was kind of the first bit, and we did all the dialogue afterwards. So that, which is, I think this is genius move by Rob and Jen and Gemma and Douglas, our producer, that when we were actually filming it, okay, so the first time, Rob would play the clip of Caroline, like he, you know, the, the full okay, leading up to it as we were going through our moments in the scene. So he would be like, there'll be a bit, Caroline, you'll, you'll know when it comes, but just know that you need to react very intensely to that. So just it'll come. So you're going through the motions, going through the motions, all of a sudden Caroline's face comes smashing through the screen and we're all like, fuck. <laughs> so like a lot of those reactions that probably hopefully made the cutting room floor is like the that is our genuine first time reaction seeing that footage and and reacting as the characters would in the moment seeing your friend die on screen. I actually I absolutely love things like that. I love when scenes happen that way because I think there's I it's it's such a realness. It's almost kind of like the story of the scene in uh in seven. Mm-hmm. Um you know, the infamous one where the guy is like, you know, they think he's dead and they get closer and closer and closer. And uh, I always say Dr. Cox, but I know that's not his real name. I'm so sorry. I'm just such a big Scrubs fan. But um, he gets like really close to his face. And then all of a sudden the guy moves and everybody just, that's such a visceral reaction because nobody had any idea that was actually going to happen. So to find out later that that's real, I mean, that, that's something that I think plays plays to the audience very well because everybody everybody has the same reaction. Everybody was terrified. Yeah. yeah, you're going through it with the characters because as if you're seeing it for the first time is probably also when we were seeing it for the first time, just in the context of the film. Oh, I, I need to give you the timelines of when, like, we only ha- so it came out last last Thursday, right? Yeah. We only handed in the finished film on Tuesday. Last last Tuesday, and it was that close. And wow! We make it. I mean, honestly, it was it was panic stations. I think I got a, a text from Rob on Monday, even being like, "Can you jump on really quick and do a scream?" Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Four days ago. Yeah. Yeah, and just a couple of days before that. They made me go frame by frame through the entire movie, looking for mistakes, like literally, like frame by frame. And like, so I was just doing that, and I found, I found twenty, I think I found twenty six mistakes on 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 that Saturday, which they which they fixed like that day or the next day or whatever. Oh it was gosh. just little things about the the graphical interface on on Zoom, just like some. There was one point where Emma and Gemma's name had switched for some reason, just because they've got similar names, and. Uh, there's quite a few instances of the um, the Zoom windows not being the same size for some reason, so that had to be fixed. Yeah, um, massive shout out to our editor, Brenda, who just was able to stitch that entire piece together. She's a wizard. 
incredible. Yeah. Yeah. It's always the people that work behind the scenes that always like, that's, that's the thing for me. Like I, I talk about movies almost as if people are like, have you ever been on a set or have you ever, (laughs) it's like, no, but I just, I think it just comes from, Growing who up wrote it? Who directed and, it? Oh who, yeah, what was I the mean, creature I, design? I, I want to know artist? everything. <laughs> I mean, I I want to know who edited it because because sometimes that I mean that and I've seen it and especially in horror films and I'm sure you guys have seen it. A movie can be edited a certain way where it'll just be like, oh, that was awful. Like, I mean, and you just know you you can just tell that it was cut a certain way that it was like, okay, clearly that was either the editor's fault or somebody cut that that final cut was not the right one (laughs) like that did not work out well at all and I think it goes it's interesting that you said that about uh jump scares earlier because I could not agree more uh there have been way too many horror movies that have relied on jump scares and it's oversaturated and it's just not scary it becomes almost hokey you expect it you're like oh yeah of course that's where he would be because that's where they always are and <laughs> they're always behind the fridge they're always behind the closet door they're always it's in the always mirror behind in the you mirror behind closet. you it's it's always they're always there so um that's why I really enjoy the jump scares from this movie because yes. just like I like anytime my friends will ask me like what's it about and I talk to them about it well is it full of jump scares and I'm like no the few jump scares that it has are perfect because they're very perfectly placed to where you're you're on edge but you're not fully expecting it because like the whole movie is like one big anticipation ride but the jump scares are so just well placed to where you're already on edge and then it happens and you're really not expecting it to happen at that moment because even the very last scare it was not exactly when I thought it was going to happen. So I was still caught off guard and screamed. But Yeah. Yeah. It's funny because, like, it, like, the other films we've, we've done, um, Hayley, Hayley will test this, pretty much every single one of them ends the exact same way. <laughs> I don't know if you notice. It happens. So it's absence. How does Dawn of the Death end again? Where? I should really know this. I'm like, not sure. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's with um, I don't know. It's with uh, is it Stephen? Stephen. Yeah. Oh, him getting shaved. Being, being yeah. And maybe that doesn't end there. But like in in Salt, we have that similar ending as as host. And actually, Multiplex yeah. is pretty much the same ending as well. Um, we we I've just got this thing about leading leading almost like being a, a bit of a tease leading someone to the water and then just before they drink just cut it off and they'll be like but i'm still thirsty <laughs> and, and that that's how you want them you want them thirsty for more yes and especially when it's quite short you want them to like be you don't want you don't want to outstay your welcome and yeah and that's kind of it's kind of worked in this case because everyone's wanting more like what, what's next what's next it's like yeah this works again that one simple trick has worked again <laughs> Keep, I'm going to keep doing it forever. It's time to start a film series. Let's make seven sequels of Host now. <laughs> yeah. well, uh, that seems to be what people want. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, you don't ever see Gemini technically die. That's true. That's you, true. We, you know, I survived one demon pull out the back door. Right. Speaking of demon pull, um, how did you make the creature? How did you? How did you actually do the demon? I mean, you don't have to give away all the secrets, right. but but we're just 
I mean, the little the little part of the demon that I allowed my chicken shit self to look at. I fully looked <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> how, many times, how many times did he, if you see the demon? So I, I definitely well, remember seeing it with Teddy. Yeah, that's the only um, time I remember seeing it. When I really actually saw it was with Teddy, and then the split second at the end. Yeah, there's more. I think there's I will see it. There's one. more. Oh my god, I, I did not... Did now I I'm, I'm gonna watch this movie so fucking hard, I'm gonna be like, oh no. <laughs> Just gonna scare myself again, great. There are like five or six windows, and there's stuff going on in each of them, so like, you could almost, almost like watch the film and just stare at one window the entire film, and there's a whole film going on in yeah. that movie. Oh, that's window. amazing. That's really cool to know that. I love that. That that sort of reminds me too. Going back to James Wan, that was the thing that I loved so much about Insidious, and even like you could you could look. I mean, you you were the whole structure of that movie. You were looking around every. You were almost expecting stuff to jump out at you that didn't jump out at you. So that's what made that movie so great because you were literally looking around everywhere to see did I miss something? Was there something that might might have come out of the corner of my eye that I didn't catch, or you know. Horror fans love that. Horror fans love that stuff. Oh yes! Uh, I, now I'm all excited to watch yeah. it again and like stare <laughs> intently. Like, horror fans are the most. Inte- I think the most intelligent film fans there are because we usually quite cinema literate and we we seek out movies more than like the the general population. I think so. You have to reward horror fans for like choosing a film because there's so many films out there like you need to reward them basically and we've we've put so many cool easter eggs and again this is a little movie we didn't expect this would blow up in the slightest (laughs) genuinely like i remember like the day before i was speaking to emma i was like emma why are you like actually me and emma had a little bit of a tiff actually i was like emma you don't seem don't seem excited she's like well you know like i'll wait till it comes out i'll see what people say and then and i thought emma you should like tweet how excited you are and she was like oh well we'll see we'll see the day it the day it launches, she is Mrs. Tweet. She is Mrs. <laughs> Twitter <laughs> fingers. <laughs> yeah, she's just got like a fan, people asking her for tote pictures and stuff, and like, she loves <laughs> oh That's <my> amazing. Which, of course, was going to happen. Like, yeah. Yeah, Can we talk about her one in particular her that came I. out this year? Her I don't I. know if you all have seen it. Well, we're not going to get too into it. We don't want to get too into it, but I'm just yeah. going to ask if you've seen it. Have you seen The Turning? Oh my god, I, was, I knew you would say The Turning. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> what? Oh my god. I know! What the fuck? <laughs> it's the only film I've ever seen that stops like halfway through a sentence and there's no, there's no end. And you're like, okay, cool. This is a weird setup. So it's the credits, and then 
There's going to be more. No, we did the same thing. We, we waited. Yeah. I was yeah. like, there's going to be, there's got to be something. The entire audience in the theater went, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what is going on? Like, we thought the projector broke. <laughs> <laughs> and as I left, as I left, I Googled it. Like, yeah, the end of the turning. And it's like, yeah, that, everyone, everyone's complaining. Like, it just stops in the middle of a sentence. And it, like, not the film like with the no film. end. <laughs> no. Like who did this? Well, I think to your, I think to the credit of of this film, honestly, if and this is something that that we were just talking about, um, you know, early on into the year, we had done a podcast episode about up and coming twenty twenty films, like horror films that were coming up. We did like this whole, I think it was like January or February of this year. We this, did this whole, whole episode, like, two hour of, like, episode, big of episode of like, you know, there was the spiral movie, there was Candyman, there was Halloween. There were like all of these movies we were really looking forward to. And then COVID was like, uh, bitch, you thought. Boom. (laughs) And then there was nothing. And then, and then I think just the, the whole, like everybody was really worried, not only just with horror movies, but just films in general. Like, what are we going to do? Like, how are we going to film again? And, you know, and again, I follow, you know, different actors and like comedians and podcasts. And they're saying like, oh, well, some of us are going to film in Quebec because there's not that many cases there, <laughs> you know, or, or people are just like heavily getting tested on sets and there's like all these things. So a lot of people were really worried, like, where is the state of cinema going to be, especially this year? Because any movies that were slated to come out have all now been pushed back. And any newer films, like in production, that were in uh, pre-production or post, they were just kind of at a standstill at this point. So I think that there was a real yearning for something new, and especially from horror fans, because we were just put at a, we were just halted. We were like, well, great, we've got to wait, we don't know what we're going to do, so... That was the beauty of this movie coming out when it did. The again, like I said, the subject matter. Um, can I also say that I loved <laughs> at the end when she put her mask on? She's like, I know that I know I gotta save my friend from a demon, but there's still there's 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 still a pandemic going on, so I better <laughs> put my mask on. I mean, I love how you kind of like put a message out there, like, hey guys, even when fighting demons, Wear put mask. your mask on. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've, had, we've had tweets saying, oh, she wouldn't do that. She wouldn't, in that situation, she wouldn't do that. Trust me, Gemma would do that. Yeah. <laughs> I would do that. I, w- I would actually I would probably do- leave the house, realize I didn't have my mask, and be like, shit, I gotta go back <laughs> and get my mask. <laughs> like, Demon, can you give me, like, five minutes? I just, just gotta go minutes, get my please. mask real quick and come back, and then I'll, then I'm, then I'm gonna be good, but I thought that was great. I just, there was something so special about that scene, like, where she made sure she put her mask on, and then even when you two see each other, Haley, and you guys, like, the elbow, you guys elbow, like, you don't even, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But like, it was just so about, amazing. Just, just about the, the, the mask thing you mentioned, if, if you think about it, there's a mask theme throughout the entire movie, there's the, there's the filters. Oh, uh, the, the, the did you see the light bulb just come on in my head? Ding! Mask plays a role. Yeah, and it also, there's, there's lots and lots of theories out there about, about what exactly is going on. And one of the ones I really like, well, well, two of the ones I really like is one, at the very start of the movie, 
like when it says Haley is the host as well, which which I really like. And what and why is Hay why is Haley wanting to do a seance as well? That's that's another interesting thing. And also the sailing stuff. When Salem gets cut off the call, you see can, did you see what kind of happened when she got cut off the call? The during the seance. The candles, one of the candles blew out, I think, or there was something happened. How, I'm trying to remember. I know I, I can't remember because I wasn't looking. Every every time I've seen it, I'm not looking at her screen. I'm looking somewhere else. So yeah, it's really quick. But then you, you you can see something something's going on there, and it's cut off. And then later on, when when Haley calls Salem back up, said what's the problem? And and Salem's like, oh, it's just my internet. Mm -hmm. You think that wasn't just your internet, like. It's, Something else is up there, um, and that was that was kind of inspired by the actual real seance as well. So, so it feels like Hayley's done this multiple times. <laughs> oh, and the other quite great thing is we told the girls that Salem was a real medium as well. So they treated her like a real medium, not an actress. Wow. Um, they respected the spirits. Hayley was the only one to to know. How was that, Hayley? No, I haven't asked you. How was it? That was actually going to be a question I was going to ask. Is yeah. if she was a real medium? I didn't. That's that's interesting to know. Well, when yeah, when we when uh, everything was first pitched to us, they said, "Oh, we're going to have a real medium." We were like, "Is it going to be a medium or is it going to be an actress?" And Rob was like, "It's going to be a real medium." And all of us were like, "Ooh, I, okay." Like, I really want to do this, but also I'm very uncomfortable with doing it with a real medium. But we'll suck it up and. I thankfully because I do really believe, like believe and have you know fully into the ghosts and mediums. And we do too. Brain. Oh, so do we. Yeah, here. so do so we. Do we. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, we don't want to mess around, but okay. And then luckily they had it there. I'm like, we're gonna have a call with you and the medium because you need to, you know, you're gonna have to know what she's like because you're supposed to be friends with her. And like as soon as I got on the call and I was like, hi, Salem, so nice to meet you, like being really polite. And they're like, oh, she's not a real medium, she's an actor. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Salem and then Salem was like I'm not a real I can't do a voice it <laughs> was a great and try like, <laughs> yeah but, um, yeah so that was it was just something to help with the performance of, of the girls it, it definitely did I think yeah. it was I think even though everyone was like oh, I wish I kind of known it also yeah. helped make like to take the oh my gosh made the situation feel more serious so that when we were filming it, you kind of, you know, things didn't get a little wild or didn't get too, like, moles because you don't have the first AD on set telling us to be quiet. <laughs> we did help with it. First of all, though, Haley, why did you want the sounds to begin with? <laughs> you know? Maybe you'll find out when you bring them to tomorrow. Maybe that's yeah. the sequel. 
Girl, I'm all about a sequel, Jed. Like we get, <laughs> I am all about oh, a sequel, and I'm over here like, no, please don't. We don't need seventeen. A, please don't. But make sequel, a sequel, a sequel would be fine. <laughs> She's pro sequel. I'm anti sequel. It depends on the sequel. <laughs> I'm only pro sequel when it depends on the sequel. <laughs> people on Twitter just always at and shudder, shudder. You need to make another one. You need to make another one. Um. And obviously, they they are extremely happy with what we've done. Um, we'll see. I mean, I personally don't think we will go back to that particular storyline just yet. Maybe sometime in in the future. And I've got some ideas about how we could how we could possibly do that. But I think if we made another one, it would be something a little bit a little bit different. Um, obviously, made in lockdown, but. We have a, we have a lot of ideas, so that's awesome. It'll be really really hard to top hosts because like yeah, because man, even it's, yeah, it's but... so hard to top a. It's very rare when a sequel will top the first. And honestly, even yeah. if you never made yeah. a sequel, do what? Challenge accepted, <laughs> right? Um, if like you made I will a, make if you never... I will make the Godfather two. I will bring it. I will. <laughs> Even if you never made a sequel, I love this movie so much. Like I said, uh, yeah, this movie was amazing. either I think either said this to you or Rob. Um, this is becoming one of my favorite. This is becoming a comfort movie. Like I'm starting to want to watch it like all the time, and it's becoming because two of my biggest comfort movies are Unfriended and Paranormal Activity. So yeah, <laughs> it just kind of fell into place just perfectly right with them. It's so. going into my found footage. It's 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 right in there in my top three found footage films. It 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 was. Oh, hang on. Yeah. Well, what's the other two? Well, uh, it's in my Blair, top five. Blair Witch found footage. Blair Witch product project <laughs> will always be the first one. Blair Witch will yeah. always the Blair original Witch is Blair my Witch favorite. project. The original Blair Witch. Yeah, project. the original, the original, not <laughs> that 2014 okay. one. No. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I still don't know what that was about. I'm still trying to figure that out. Um, real quickly before we end here, guys, uh, I just have a quick question. Um, and Jed, I happen to kind of finally notice your shirt there a little bit. Oh my god, I did kind too much of, oh. Yeah, one of my one of my favorites. Yes, Dream Warriors. Um, do you guys have a horror film that's like your particular favorite? If you could pick one. Yes, this is a great question. It's always. <laughs> I've come prepared. So my, my background right here is from the 1984 classic Night of the Comet. I don't, have you girls seen this? Yes. It is. Oh, I kept trying to figure out what it was. was. Like, what is this from? <laughs> yes. You can see that people are laying around. Uh, oh, well, yes. Yeah, there, yeah, there, there it you is. Go. Got it. Love that so much. Love it. So, Night yeah, of the Comet. So it's about a comet that passes over Earth and kills everyone, turns into the red dust. Some people into zombies. You can kind of see the Dawn of the Death kind of comparison. Um, and then the only two people left on Earth are these two sisters, coincidentally, who are just these real valley girls who just raid malls, shoot machine guns, and and just dance around so girls just want to have fun. And that's my kind of movie. Um, <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's everything <laughs> 80s. It was just it's such yeah, a great... Oh, the soundtrack's unreal. And, and the, the zombies are cool as well. Um, so yeah, that that's the kind of one that I it's like a friendship test. Like if you don't like that movie, then I'm not sure it's gonna really work out. Um, I feel that. Uh, <laughs> I think I was one more, besides uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, 
Dream Warriors, which is one of the best movies of all time. Uh, same, yes. Yeah. We're officially absolute friends now, yes. just officially. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's, it's it's really basic, but like Evil Dead Two for me is. I just Evil watched Dead that Two today. Is so good. That's where that's amazing. I literally just watched that today. That is such an amazing. That right there is when a sequel is almost better it than is, the first. Yeah, one. the claymation, <laughs> the special effect, and I've actually uh, I've met Bruce Campbell. Um, Same. And uh, funny, interesting. You mentioned earlier. I met Paul McGann. Y- years ago too. <laughs> I'll just be in just every every one I've done a film with. Nice. Oh, I haven't done a film with Bruce Campbell. I'm saying too way too much now. <laughs> it's just all coming out. I um, met Bruce Campbell in a yellow suit. He ran into me. He literally ran into me at a horror convention. He goes, Oh, I'm sorry. And I was like, that is perfectly yeah. fine. And he goes groovy yeah. and he kept walking and I was oh, like, was Oh, great. that was Bruce Campbell. <laughs> great guy. Oh. Hilarious. Hi, so, Hi, Hi, Hi. what? Yeah. I think I would have to say I think I I've got two. Well, I'd say one I judge on what one scared me the most, and I I might come off as a huge wimp right now, but when I was in high school, uh, the the Grudge was Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh my out, God. And <clears> I remember <throat> trailer that and being so terrified but like my friends like we have to go see it we're going to see it in the theater and I was like I'm gonna have nightmares I can't yeah. do this movie got dragged along to it but I brought a blanket with me legit <laughs> brought a blanket to the theater because I was like the only way I can watch this movie is if I feel like I can at least cover my face and probably through like 30% to 50% of that film, I just sat under a blanket in a theater. Yeah. That's actually incredible. Yeah. The fact that she took a blanket. <laughs> Haley, me and you, man. Me and you. I started like, making the we grudge. We were on the same page. I started Haley. making the grudge noise, and she was literally touched my leg, and she said, stop. She Uh-oh. hates it. She hates oh, I when hate I do it. that. <laughs> I have a crawl space addict. I have a crawl space addict, and I, yeah, no. I don't I do not do that. You're <laughs> That film, Haley, that was produced by Sam Raimi. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, it was. Yeah, and um, I'm not. Maybe the next film will be a film that me and Robert do with Sam Raimi, um, and that got announced a couple of weeks ago. Well, um, he scared the shit out of me. Yeah, I will do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Sam Raimi's been that that guy is. Oh, I evil from the time I saw Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, and yeah. Army of Darkness have just kind of been like a staple for me. Army of Darkness is still one of my dad's all time favorites. Good. It's a great, so good. great you movie. Born in the park. Of course, you were born in the park. Just love that little. I just love them. I love quite in a. Army of Darkness, so good. It, yes, yeah. Love it. <laughs> um, you said you had Haley. You had another one though. Yeah. What's oh, your What's your other one? On the flip side of, of and uh, not necessarily like the gory, typical horror. I think Silence of the Lambs. Ooh, that's a great choice. That's a yeah. great, great movie. I mean, it's just People an incredible film. Yeah. But I was like, is it a horror film? I guess the technical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely a, horror a horror film. film. I tell people this all the time. <laughs> Silence of the Lambs is as much of a horror film as Die Hard is a Christmas film. And yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I watch Die Hard every Christmas. 
It is a Christmas movie. It is just like Gremlins is a Christmas Don't movie. Don't at me. Gremlins is a Christmas movie. Christmas movie. Gremlins is the best Christmas movie. Oh, it's the best Christmas movie. Thank you for that, because now when I say to people that they question about that, um, so Die Hard is not a Christmas? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, it is. It is definitely a Christmas Perfect film. argument. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. we, we usually can never, um, I know that uh, Casper's favorite horror film is The Conjuring. Um, <laughs> you assume, no, I'm just kidding. No, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. Um, it is. Great um, film. I literally fall asleep to that movie at this point. Like, I, I put it on and I fall asleep and I always wake up during the exorcism every time. Every time I wake up during the exorcism and the I'm best, like, why? The best scene. <laughs> oh, well, James Wan's so good. Me, me and Rob met James Wan. Uh, like, oh, God, I'm so yeah. jealous. <laughs> this beats my Bruce Campbell out of the water, yeah. by the way. I don't know. I don't think I've ever said this on the podcast, but we were going to we were going to do a film with him, and um, so he invites us to the to the premiere of Aquaman in London, um, and then we just hung out with that cast, and it was that was bizarre, just just beautiful. Jason Momoa. You never told me this. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Haley's like, um, excuse me, you touched Jason yeah. Momoa. <laughs> She's literally up in the camera. <laughs> you never told me this. Because we're just, we're just, we're just like silly, like <laughs> and we, we look at our tickets, and we're like, oh, okay, this seems to be like, like right in the center, like, like a good, a good position, basically. And then we realized that we were in the VIP section, and they put the cast of Aquaman either side of us. So it was like, it was like, um, yeah, like Jason Momoa, um, um, Amber Heard, me, Rob. Um, Owen Wilson or whatever. Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Wilson. Okay. Sorry. Potato, potato. You know. Wilsons. Wilsons. And there's me with my big coke, like. (laughs) And Amber Heard's there, like, looking like an angel. It's like. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, Rob, Rob, like, just goes to the toilet a million times during, uh, this is probably too much information, but he goes to the toilet a million times during, during the movie, so he had to keep going up and down, and, like, Patrick Wilson's there, going, he's this guy. Um, so, yeah, but that's their mistake for putting us two in the middle of these stars. Um, anyway, and then, like, at the after-party thing, um, <clears throat> Jason Momoa was just at the bar, just like, shots, 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 and just, just do, being Jason Momoa, basically. <sighs> very hilarious. But, yeah, uh, yeah, like James Wan, we hung out with James Wan a bit, and um, he's a he's a busy guy. Like I don't think he took his eyes away from his phone the entire time. Like we were there, or anyone was there. Just like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. probably like right in the new Fast and Furious movie. The <laughs> oh my god! I mean, his mind probably works like Elon Musk's. I would think it's like it's it's on another planet, fifty million miles away, with fifty million different things going on. Like. I, I could totally, and I mean, and it shows, it shows in yeah. his work. I think we, we did a podcast, uh, that kind of inadvertently the last hour of it literally became like dedicated to James Wan. We just went yeah. on and on and on about him because I, you know, we, we're, uh, we have about a nine year age difference. So like our horror, sometimes we, we have a lot of the same things in common, but we sometimes differ on things. Cause I grew up, you know, of course, like I said, eighties horror, so a lot of stuff got to where James Wan was like that director that was like horror fans were like, oh, yay, finally, like 
horrors here, yeah. it's back, it's original, there's original ideas. And, you know, like I was saying with, with host, I, I think that people, you know, like I said earlier, I think that there are obviously some movies that it could be compared to, some scenes that be, could be compared to other scenes <clears throat> in movies, which is fine. You're going to take ideas from other things and put your own twist on it. But this movie, I think, is an original. And again, it was people wanted horror fans needed something this year and they wanted something original and you guys delivered and Rob delivered and Jim delivered. And we tell and... people not to fuck with the original as well. Yeah, no, at all. You don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. You watch, there's going to be so many host clones coming out of there. And I'm, I'm ready for them. I, I'm going to be there tweeting about them, just picking them apart like people have been doing to our film. No, I'm not only joking. No, I do. I do um, it's, it's good when there's, when there's people that's copying you. It means you've done something right. Right. Uh, is the right. biggest form of flattery. That's yeah, it. bring it on. Yeah. I mean, they don't need to copy us. We'll just employ us. We'll, we'll just make another one. <laughs> yeah. Like, just hire us. Just pay us, and we'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like you were saying, like, you um, like you haven't been on a set before. If, if we ever make a film in your general area, then you're welcome on any of our sets. Oh my God! Don't say that. Cause oh my God! Well, you I, have... I make a great victim. I've got a wonderful. Oh, scream. I make a great killer. I can play dead. <laughs> I I make a great killer, but we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> she could kill me. That would work. I like, wouldn't want to kill you. No, I know. <laughs> but thank you guys so much. Oh my God! You guys this. have been so great. Um, thank you for. Um, Haley for getting on like last second. That that was really that awesome. was a total shock to both of us. <laughs> I was yeah. like, I was reading my phone and I was like, Haley's gonna be on it, and she's like, <laughs> my brain didn't register. She was like Haley, and I, I was, was like, like Haley. The main, I was like Haley, main... who? And she's like the the main like, the main actress woman. in the movie, and I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> and then my brain you, just kind when of when you like... hopped on and I saw that background, I was. Sh- like what is happening (laughs) my pleasure this has been so fun this is amazing thank you guys do what i hope we get to speak again at some point oh yeah i would love to like i said i'm gonna i'm gonna keep in contact with you especially to let you know when we're gonna release it because we have some other stuff uh we're doing right now but I wanted to pin you. I was like, they're blowing up right now. And I noticed you followed me. And I was like, I'm going to pin him down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to try to get a hold of him if I can. And then when you responded, I was like, he responded. <laughs> I was like, yay. <laughs> so I appreciate you. Like, Yeah, this means a lot to us. This means a lot to us that you that you did that. Because that we've enjoyed talking to you. We've enjoyed getting to know more about the movie. And like you said, I I would absolutely love to have you guys on again. Oh, yeah, we'll try and get everyone next time. Yeah. Get all the girls. That would be amazing. Oh, that, that, I'll try to do it on the computer that time and be like, isn't this ironic? You'll <laughs> <laughs> be in a box with us. You'll be really freaked out. <laughs> oh, right. we'll have the whole setup. I'll have the candle. I'll have my sage. I'll have the... Yeah, you better have that sage. I'm going to have my sage, my smudge. <laughs> we'll have the whole thing. The whole setup. <laughs> all right. Well, you guys take care and have a nice evening. We hope to so speak again soon. So yeah. Bye. And Haley's going to send you the recording afterwards, right? Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Thank you guys <laughs> okay, so guys. much. Bye, guys. Thanks Bye. again. Bye. See ya. Bye. All right, guys. That was our podcast with 
Haley from Host and Jed, who helped write Host, who had a big part in making it. Um, that was really fucking great. <laughs> Guys, uh, check out their. You know, Dawn of the Deaf sounded amazing. I think I'm gonna um, I'm gonna check that out. Actually, gonna now. watch that. <clears throat> uh, and uh, yeah, of course, by the time this comes out, I'll probably have seen it. But <laughs> but um. Especially with this, this episode isn't going to be released for a couple weeks, uh, especially because right now host is blowing up so much that I had an opportunity to reach out to Jed and the fact that he reached back out when he could was amazing. Um, so we, we wanted to get him. We actually got him. We didn't know about Haley until literally 30 seconds before we started. Yeah, just so you guys that, know, we, we had like a whole structure of what we were going to ask Jed. And then it was literally 30 seconds before we were supposed to hop on where he's like, yeah, we got Haley. And I was like, huh? I was like, different questions. <laughs> but it ended up working out, out great. Uh, they both were really awesome. So we thank you guys again for coming on. If you guys haven't seen Host, obviously uh, get Shudder. If you don't have Shudder, get Shudder and watch Host. Um, if you do not know this, you can actually get Shudder for 30 days for free if you use the code SHUTIN in all caps. Uh, Shudder's doing that right now because of COVID. And they've been doing it since Will pretty much the quarantine. Through the time it's we it's been going on okay. for about three months. Because you guys are so. gonna be listening to this early September. Yeah. We're recording this like mid August. But uh by It then, should still be going on. It should um, still be going on. Just check and make sure, obviously. Uh but even if it, it isn't six it's six dollars. Six dollars a month. It's worth it. If and anybody it. is a true horror <clears throat> fan, Shudder is one of the greatest streaming platforms out there. When you've literally watched Hulu, Amazon Prime, we already know about Amazon Prime's horror, and Netflix, by the time you've watched everything, <laughs> you you have to get Shudder, because if you, like I said, if you're a diehard horror fan, it's the one streaming service that you would have to have. It's got the oldies, the goodies, the new ones, I love the how I specifically saw Hell House LLC for the first time on Prime. There's a lot of a lot of the good prime movies Shudder is getting. Yeah. Shudder's like taking them away. They're and they're like them out. they're like, let's get all the good because I've been on Prime recently and oh my god. Besides Hereditary and Midsummer, I don't know what the hell is going yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> prime is guilty of the <clears throat> the cover art looks amazing. Yeah. Oh god. We could we could go into oh millions of Oh my god. <laughs> and then you look it up, it's got a two point one on, and you're on like, IMDb what? and you're like, what is this film? No. Um, so next week, guys, we are going to be talking. So last month we talked about, technically this month, but last month when you're listening, we talked about vampires and or werewolves. Werewolves. Well, there it is. <laughs> fine. This, it's vampires. It's vampires. Surprise. I know what you are. You're incredibly fast. <laughs> Super strong. Your Jonas I, brother. No, I didn't know what the fuck you were doing till you did the facial expressions, and then that's how I figured out. I, guess, I was like, you gotta you get Kristen Stewart going on. Um, so we are going to be talking about vampires next week. Uh, of course, we'll we'll kind of do it the same way that we did werewolves. We will discuss the lore of vampires, how they came to fruition, and all that kind of stuff. And then, of course, at the very end, we will discuss vampire movies. That it's a possible mental disorder. That um, some people still practice it. That we, some people still believe in. We will not be talking about Twilight, so just uh, 
If we do, it'll be to make fun of it. Yeah, um, I'm going to let you know right now, if you're a Twilight (laughs) fan and you think that's what's going to be a part of the podcast, you are sorely mistaken. You're hilarious. So, yeah, we're going to talk about vampires. So, um, look forward to that. And now a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. So, by the time you guys listen to this, we will already have our pumpkin spice bath bombs back for fall. Buy them up on the Etsy shop, and um, that'll be really the only thing new by that time. Uh, oh, also the uh, tattoo aftercare cream should be up and available as well. Everything is still for sale on the Etsy shop um, until further notice. So uh, the link is in the bio on the Instagram page at CURBD, and thanks again for all the support, guys. Calm your body down. Okay, guys, you know all the fun stuff. If you would like to follow us on social media, please do. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please make sure to follow us with the apostrophe or you will not find us. If you would like to say hey or just uh, have any questions or concerns, please email us at dfwto8493 at gmail.com. And, of course, if you would like to give us a follow, subscribe. You know, whenever we put out new new, oh, so videos, new episodes, uh, we are on Podbean, CastBox, Podcast Player, Podcast Addicts, and Spotify. Um, this episode was so great. I literally don't, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. We forgot anything. <clears throat> Figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever we forgot, you fucking got it. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.